Hey guys, what's up and welcome to another episode of Love and Justice, a serious but not actually that serious Sailor Moon podcast. I'm recording this on an extension mic that I have for my phone in my closet to try to help with the acoustics. And it's pretty funny because I have like a slidey door on my closet and uh, my cats are trying to break in here. It's pretty adorable. I think they're both trying to get in here. I just see alternating paws trying to rip the door open. Anyway, this week on the show, we are covering Ceramu Le Mouvement Final. I said finale in a video I did early, but I realized there's actually not an E on the end of finale, which is the final installment in the current series of Ceramu that began with La Reconquista back in 2013. Oh man, guys, not huge fans of the last one, Amor Eternal. I actually think that the original Mew that covered that story arc, which is the Super S dream arc was a little better than the more contemporary interpretation. However, this Mew totally redeems itself. It kind of loses its way in act two, which you'll hear us talk about on the podcast, but overall it was great. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode and a reminder once again, that we are going to be guests at Anime Los Angeles coming up at the end of this month, January 25th through 28th. So just Google Anime Los Angeles. I think it's animelosangeles.org if you want to get tickets and come see us. had the worst lasagna ever and one every once in a while you'd show up and you'd be like oh what smells horrible right the cafeteria right. smells like dog food and you'd walk and you'd be like oh no it's lasagna day oh god that's so interesting like lasagna was it was it like a meat lasagna or was, a vegetarian lasagna it was a meat lasagna but it was like a frozen reconstituted oh. so you just got like a Ugh. gelatinous cube Ew. of Ugh. stuff no no thanks Ugh. it was it was one of the only days of the week that i was really glad i brought bag lunch man yeah. like i loved our lunch at empire mm. When we lived in Oklahoma, we yeah. had the best lunch. And then when we went to California, the lunches stopped being good. Yeah. yeah. How, but do you, how do you screw up lasagna? I don't know. I, I've never, like, made lasagna from scratch. I've always, like, I'm a yeah. big fan of, like, the Trader Joe's, like, veggie lasagna that we you do. just, like, put in your oven. Oh, yeah. We do Marie Callender's. Oh, yeah. Classic. House. That Marie Callender's classic. lasagna. What's the other? There's another brand that's a really good, like, frozen. Like Stouffer's. Stouffer's. Yeah, Stouffer's. Oh, yeah. I love a Stouffer's lasagna. But I have, lasagna. I have made lasagna from scratch, but it's not, like, traditional lasagna. Yeah. Instead of pasta, you use a very thinly sliced sweet potato. Mm. Oh, that sounds delicious. It's pretty good. And innovative. It's pretty lasagna, good. Lasagna, yeah. lasagna, yeah. pizza, <laughs> lasagna, lasagna, lasagna. I rest my case, Your Honor. Rest my case. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's so SNL, everyone. Pizza, lasagna. YouTube it. It's great. It's insane. You know what else is not on YouTube? Actually, is what? the musical that we're talking about it's today. True. Yeah, you gotta go to uh, misdream.org. You do. That. You gotta go to misdream.org and download that shit. Uh, <laughs> I guess we watched it. There's a bunch of different media players that'll play it, but we used the like. M player X because that'll give you her nice subtitles like because I remember for a while like with Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon we were watching on the DivX player yes. and 
it auto gen like the subtitle program loads into it, but it doesn't look like the nice, pretty pink text subtitles right, that right. they do, which it's is just really nice. like it's like generic closed caption yeah, exactly. on your TV. Exactly. Subtitle. You know like, you're yeah. a weeb when you're like, this font doesn't work for yeah. me. Yeah, you're like, I'm yep. sorry, the aesthetic of these subtitles uh, is it's subpar. Just really not doing it for me. Well, that's why I don't Kauai. like watching stuff on Hulu. That's why I like to watch stuff uh, on Crunchyroll better because I like their yeah. subtitles better. <laughs> they but look literally, nicer. I like the appearance of their subtitles better. No, I agree. Yep. It's distracting if they look bad. I agree with you. This is a real life weeaboo problem, or maybe <laughs> I should just learn to speak Japanese. That probably I mean, that would solve a yeah, lot. Yeah, that of would our definitely uh, solve a lot of my problems. I mean, you're describing fifty percent of the reason that I'm learning Korean. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, that's so I don't fair. have to use subtitles to watch my stories. Totally fair. Totally fair. <laughs> well, and I mean, yeah, yeah, but I mean, another thing that would really solve my problems is if I, I don't know, like if. Viz could get the rights to these Muse or something in order oh. to license them and give them a, a U.S. Blu-ray release. Because I don't know, have like a, a debut party where we can all go watch a Mew on uh, the big screen. Right? Oh my god, a like a fathom well, event. Well, the thing is, yes. it's like, I, and I mean, obviously, like Char, who is one of the brand managers at Viz, I think that's her title. But like, she freaking loves the Muse. Yeah, she she loves them. them. She went to freaking Japan to see them. Yeah. So obviously, like, it's something that is on her radar, and I know. If it's something that she could arrange, she would. So, so. there must be something keeping yeah, her from Yeah, fingers going crossed. Down. Fingers crossed that 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 hurdle will I'm, be. I'm going overcome. to blame a um a galactic nemesis. I mean, I mean that's, that's the easiest that is the way. answer in Sailor Moon always is a galactic Man. nemesis. Yeah, this musical was a good time. It was. I mean, I, I feel like for me, uh, and this is true across the board with all Muse. with the exception of the first two in this new incarnation of Muse. Mm. Um. Uh, Reconquista and particularly Petite Etrangere in act two they tend to fall off yeah because all Seram you follow this formula of okay uh, here's the story here are all the characters here's sort of the fun way that we're doing shortcuts mm -hmm. and then in the end it's all just a big ploy to get everybody on stage together to sing one final song that's very true <laughs> you know yeah mm -hmm. but I do I mean I liked this a lot better than the prior one mm -hmm. Even yeah, Amori Eternal. Amori Eternal, which I liked Amori Eternal. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I actually like the old uh, the Mew old one was that fun. is that storyline, the dream could, arc. Yeah, if we could only combine the way they did Pegasus <clears throat> on stage. I know, with, the story. with the story. Yeah, I know. Because there was that really cute scene in the beginning where, like, it, this is in the original Mew, where uh, Usagi and Mamoru and Chibiusa are all sort of singing a trio. But it's it's right. it just, just really, really well done. Yeah, but uh, I, I can't handle Laser Light Show uh, Pegasus in that old Mew. Oh, no. <laughs> laser Light Show Pegasus like, is... We really get the Griffith Observatory. 90s to the max, <laughs> even though I'm pretty sure that Mew is from the 2000s. Yeah, I've, I think I've lost all of that from my memory oh yeah no it was really it, it yeah. is it's really good but and i really liked this one and 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 thinking about all the things i like it just makes me sound like stefan from snl where it's like this mm -hmm. musical had everything it had wedding dresses galactic dominatrixes stars rabbit hats <laughs> rabbit hats boys who are actually girls in a boy band <laughs> yeah deep v shorts deep v shorts yep <laughs> Uh, but and I'm and and also uh, Riona Tatsumichi, who back. is playing Sailor Star Maker in this I one, who was originally Rubius. I'm so glad that they keep bringing her back. Oh man, and Kelby also gasped aloud. Tiger's well, eye. As soon yep. as she opened her mouth, I was like, oh, wait. Yep. Not my girlfriend. Yeah, she's freaking great. <laughs> this was fun for me yeah. because this is an arc that I have no experience yeah, with. Yeah, this was whatsoever. all new Sailor Moon for me. So uh, there were a lot of twists and turns for me. Yeah, and I mean, uh, I'm into it. Story wise, it follows the manga pretty closely. 
but obviously does some and, and again it's been a long time since I have read Sailor Stars it's probably been maybe I don't know five or six years since I've reread it mm-hmm. so a lot of the details are kind of hazy to me but sort of the main difference between the anime storyline and the manga storyline they definitely follow the manga storyline yeah. so I um, do like though that they were ambiguous about the Sailor Stars yeah because one of the things yes. i liked about the 90s anime is the whole sort of uh transgender right which is really really funny because nako takeuchi hates See, it and i really like she it. hates oh, it man. because she specifically said that only women Can could be, be sailor guardians but if they're trans women right i, I women. know i well i'm no, listen I know. this I was mean, like 1998 right. Kelby. I, it I was uh, times have changed <laughs> yeah so i really liked that the that this musical went ambiguous with it to be like um, we're not yeah. saying they're not boys. Yeah, they never specifically form. stated if yeah. they were women cross-dressing or not. And of course, it's the added level of complicated because it is all women in the cast and all of the men are played by women anyway. Right. So, so it's just like gender queer punch, gender queer punch, gender yeah. queer, and I'm here for it's it. Just, it, it. Yeah, it, my my sort of attitude about it is that like it just straight up didn't really matter. Yeah. Which I it, think it, is how society should yeah, be. Yeah, totally. Is if someone says, I'm a woman... Then you're you like, go, yes. okay, or or if you're like, I am, I am neither man nor woman, but I am both man and woman, right? Okay, yeah. well, and it, and the thing is, is I I always felt like in the manga, it's not like she was really specific of these are women cross dressing. It was just that was the way that she wrote it, and yeah. that was the way that she thought it was supposed to be, right? And so then she didn't like the change that they made in the nineties. Well, she didn't like a lot of the changes that they made in the nineties. That's very true, <laughs> right? Right, which is why she's always had like such a tighter leash on everything since including all of the muse i mean you know she had a lot more sort of yes and no with that because it wasn't toei just telling her this is how it's gonna be right on her giant throne of melted down sailor senshi Mm -hmm. weapons yeah i mean that's that's certainly what i (laughs) imagine it to be anyway in a long flowing pink and gold cloak where she gives you a thumbs up or a thumbs down yeah yes well i did uh speaking of like long flowing cloaks i did love that uh uh, Sailor Lead Crow and Sailor Aluminum Siren basically had sort of like the Victoria's Secret fashion show yeah. uh, versions were, of was their like, costumes. That was open vest and drawers. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And velour and, and, and wings. And that was it. And wings for Sailor Lead Crow. Oh, and like thigh high boots. Yeah. Oh, yes. I did like I did. I did have a moment where I thought because obviously um, Satomi Okubo, who played Sailor Moon in the first three of the, the new round of Muse, mm-hmm. came back for this one as Sailor Cosmos, which we'll talk about that because that was a really interesting decision yeah. that they made um oh, yeah, and you you got up to go to the bathroom right before that reveal uh, you were like oh i'm not gonna miss anything and you left the room and you would start and we were like shit pause well pause, i think that it pause. is i think what it is is that like i've become so accustomed because we've mostly been watching older muse where like the songs don't really advance right. the story they just but kind these, of happen but these do they do no they definitely <laughs> do and a lot of stuff happens like yeah. in the midst of songs and i was like oh, okay this is like we're right. gonna get a whole intro song about like who the starlights are and blah 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 right. but, but no yeah. jk this show actually uses music mm. as a plot device yeah they you know, sure do like a musical. real musical <laughs> right right um but uh but yeah so uh because she came back to play sailor cosmos i was like oh man it would have been real fun if like the other original four girls oh. had been like the anima mates that would or been, something yeah, you know just like something yeah but but i did like the girls that they got from mm, the anima mm. mates one of them who looked or very anima much mates. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh. One of them who looked very much like our friend Michelle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, the girl who played uh, Sailor Tin Mouse really looked a lot like Michelle. <laughs> or no, Iron Mouse. Iron, Iron Mouse, Mouse Iron Tin Mouse. Cat, Lead Crow, Aluminum yeah. Siren. Yes. 
Yep. She Aww. was she was very Michelle. It was. Yeah. Even well, the she, hair. Mm-hmm. The hairstyle yeah, is very uh, much what it's something that Michelle would do with her hair. Yeah. And I don't know, she just had like a good Michelle sort of energy about yes. her. Yeah. I texted Michelle and I told her. I was oh, like good. I was like, Oh man, the girl who plays uh Sailor Iron Mouse in this new movie really looks like you and she's like, I'll have to look her up. And I was like, Okay, but like don't judge me because it's like when she's in the costume and, yeah, and acting yeah. on like stage. Like if you actor. just see it, just her face, you're like, well, not mm-hmm. re- right. Not yeah, really. kind of, but, but not it's really. The yeah. way she moves. Yeah, yeah. it's it's and, the energy about and, her. And, and, yeah, and she's just got a very Michelle energy. <laughs> she does. She does. And that's the most LA thing we've said all day. It really, really is though. As, it just you, as we is. sip Lacroix and Diet Pepsi. I feel like Lacroix is popular everywhere though. Like I feel like that's not I mean, specifically it, an it LA is thing. The superior seltzer water. Yeah, it's pretty darn. That's yeah. the most L.A. thing I've said today. All right, you've upped mm-hmm. it. <laughs> All right, there we go. Uh, yeah. So, again, it, I, as I said, I, I feel like I was sort of underwhelmed by uh, Amori Ternal, especially because, uh, and, and I admit, too, and I, I know we talked about it when In we In case you didn't it. know from the fact that our entire review of Amori Ternal was everyone shitting on Amori Ternal. I mean, no, but I, 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 I liked it. Yeah, I mean, it was, I, I think It's that, not the best one, though. No, no. And, I, and I think that some of the, the sort of reasoning behind it, too, is it, it's kind of that uh, Doctor Who syndrome mm. of you're getting used to a new doctor. Yeah, yeah, and so we had all those new girls, and we're like, you're not my real mom. Yeah. yeah. I still <laughs> definitely don't like Hataru Nomoto as- Usagi as much as I like. Yeah, she did a lot better this time around. I think she was better this time around because I think one of the the biggest things that I miss about Satomi is her, uh, like, chemistry with with Yugi Mato, who plays a mama in Tuxedo Mask. Like, they just have such, they're so cute together. Like, you really believe that they're in love. They're in love and that they're real people in an actual relationship yeah and i and hotaru nomoto just doesn't have that same sort of connection mm-hmm. she also is just not as expressive as yeah satomi is. yeah satomi. she's not as funny well, yeah satomi, that's part of it too and satomi's thing is like she's not afraid to make the ugly faces mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> which uh you know who is not afraid to make ugly faces in this and i oh, love her dang. is our our resident dom bad girl yeah, Coco galaxia. Suzu, who plays yeah galaxia. galaxia man she walked out in that in that gold number with them boots and was just like and, and, and was like everyone. you all want to be under my heel and i was like yeah i'd let, I do, I'd let her walk on yeah. that's in, fine done. Yeah. yes ma'am she makes the crazy eyes she's got a giant mouth yes. with a great voice that comes out of it oh man but, oh man i just i really like it when my musical theater villain have really big expressive mouths yeah. it just it's, takes it yeah. when she was all her body's oh. banging like she um, she was curvy also was by the great. way uh, so on the mystream uh website i clicked on her name uh-huh. and it took me to her twitter and today is her birthday oh happy, <laughs> happy birthday yeah. coco Is- it's coco isuzu who you plays Sailor galaxia's us. birthday you can step on us <laughs> on the day on, that we yeah. are recording this which is you, the 5th of january i will let you step on me for your birthday happy birthday. i really <laughs> liked the way that they i i loved all of her styling as well in terms of like the choices that they made with her costume yeah and the way they did her hair too because i mean you're always sort of under the impression that that like top part of because Galaxia wears that crazy yeah, that headdress head situation. It's, yeah. it's like a like a sexy weird uh, Cecil B. DeMille mm-hmm. uh, Ten Commandments yeah, right. meets King Tut. Yeah. Uh, meets you know crazy right, Sailor but Moon. that top part was her hair. Right. Yeah, it was great. Which yeah, I, it was I like it that. was like luscious Victorian curls. Yeah, like, like squeezed into this helmet. And yeah. then with the weird little trophy bell. 
It was a little trophy belt. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I kept looking at it thinking I, that it looked I like I loved a belt. it. It was so insane. I was like, this costume should not work. But it, yeah. it should not work. But oh my God, does it work? Yeah. I was super into it. Yeah. I like that interpretation a lot. I liked all of the um, Starlight costumes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, great. they're very yes. skimpy. And I was like, how are they going to do that on stage? They gave them a little modesty V. Yeah, I mean, the, the and they're and the thing is, those costumes are skimpier than the old uh, stars. Oh, really? U costumes. Yeah, oh. they're they're clearly inspired by them, where they have all sort of like the extra. Yeah, but they're bits not and as pieces. skimpy as the anime. Costumes. No, oh my, oh my god, the the, the anime costumes were they were great. <laughs> That's I love them. V. That's, That's a deep V. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I know it, but it is it is mostly with the starlight because like. They they only had they didn't really uh, overdo the size of the wings in the previous muse the little wings where the like boob yeah. Uh, yeah. windows are are right. like crazy out of control oh yeah. man no uh, I, I felt like I felt like the wings in this one were just there to cover tasteful. enough mm-hmm. of the cleavage and mm-hmm. just sort of keep the fabric down like yeah. I wonder if they were like weight it down a little bit we don't want any nip slips that's probably <laughs> true. I mean yeah, yeah for sure those are some uh, nip slip protection yeah. wings. But I loved I loved the starlights. I thought they were great. Uh, ha, uh, you know, I always watch these musicals and I look forward to seeing Yuga Yamada because she's ruining my life. And I, I know, her. but she's not in this but one that much. she's barely in this yeah. one. And I wasn't even mad because there were so many beautiful other lady boys on oh, stage. Oh, man. And we learned a fun thing about Haruka, which is she oh, hates yes, popular she boys. Because they're cramping her style. They're stealing yeah. her thunder. They're beating her records. <laughs> yeah, I love, uh, yeah, I, I thought all of the setup in Act One yeah, was, was so, super it was so good. It was so yeah. good. Oh, and then like the scene where Haruka just straight up gets in Seiya's face and is like, we're going to fight. Oh, that and was they're, like, so in good. And they're like in their civilian wear. Yes. She walks yeah. in there, like catches that basketball, and is like, sup, chump, and then throws a punch. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh my God. And it's he's like, like, they got my dream journal. He's like, I want to talk to your princess because I'm kind of into her. And Haruka's like, well, it's too bad because she's my princess. <laughs> and I'm kind of into her. <laughs> now so we're going to tussle in a gym. Because I'm super not, like, there's a lot of people that are into Seiya and Usagi, and it's more so from. The anime, which is understandable because Mamoru in the anime is a jerk. He's the worst. As local asshole Mamoru, (laughs) it's not hard to be nicer than Mamoru. Yeah, it's very true. So I get sort of the the Seiya Usagi shipping. I'm not really into that mm-hmm. in I mean in this I was into not that but I was really feeling some Rami Nako vibes in this which oh, I think is definitely so. a big ship of mine on, so but anyway sure. but but the girl who played Seiya was so I good loved I loved the whole like how much they sort of emphasize the unrequited love and and how Seiya never expected Say it was never like, oh, I'm going to steal Usagi yeah. and make her mine. Say it was like, I can't be yeah. the person that... I can't be Mamoru. Yeah, I can't be Mamoru. And I know that you're like the most important person in the universe, so my crush is going to be unrequited, yeah. but I love you. It was a whole song about Usagi pining for Mamoru and him pining for her, and it was just people, unrequited pining Those in are my song favorite form. ships. That's my shit, man. Yeah. My favorite ships are the ones where everybody just like longingly looks at each other from across this, the room and barely touches hands. This <laughs> is why I watched Frasier for entire <laughs> seasons is because Niles was in love with Daphne this is and why I I'm lived s- for this. This is why I'm such Raylo shipping garbage. You like the pining. <laughs> I like the pining. Oh, I, I just, oh man, somebody's singing a song about how they can't have someone else. I'm in. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I just, I don't know. I, I really enjoy her performance she was yeah it's so much starlights were really great the silver-haired one she didn't have a whole lot to do uh yeah then yeah she didn't get to do quite as much so she was a little lackluster for me but i but it's not because she's a bad performer they just didn't really give her a lot Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. 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 But. I mean, there's there's only that's that's the issue you run into, and I actually think they did a very good job of by the time you get to this story arc just having all of the sort of yeah. main named sailor characters on stage you have just too many people on stage yeah. which was actually there was a really funny moment when iron mouse shows up and all the senshi show up and she's like i didn't realize there were gonna be so many sailor scouts on this planet i know yes. it was so funny like hold on good. how are there so many of you yeah. <sighs> but i did like to just kind of going back to the the haruka and Seiya interactions. Mm -hmm. I loved that when Seiya wanted to talk to Usagi and, and be honest about like who he was and yeah. whatnot, that, that Haruka was like, you have five minutes. You know what I mean? Like yeah, she yeah. gave him like yeah. gave him permission, which was, yeah. uh, was great. I like that he asked and I like that Haruka was like, fine. Yep. <laughs> yep. But I'm running the clock right now. Yep. Go. <laughs> but I like too that the that when the starlight showed up, it was just like when I the Shitano were a boy band in La Rey yes, where they, they show up and they sing a song where they're like, we're going to reveal who we are to Everything. you in this song. Just yeah. all of it. Names. Pay it's attention. Like, yeah. It's like, these are our names. This is what we're looking for. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, these are our main descriptions. Right. It's like if Clark Kent went to a karaoke night and sang an entire mm -hmm. song about being Superman. Right, exactly. <laughs> if he sang that... Uh, um, that song that actually has the, the line. fight for fighting song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About being Superman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God, that's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. yeah. You just imagine sad, sad Clark Kent just being like, <laughs> "I'm too scared." To lie. <laughs> oh God. And Lois is like, "What is he? No, what is he doing?" <laughs> Lois is like, "Jimmy, get the keys." Cut him off. Cut him off. <laughs> Close this tab. We gotta go. Yes. yes. We're just <laughs> revealing all of his feelings. Well, and I thought it was interesting too that the choice that they made to have Princess Kaku be an opera singer. I liked that. Yeah, I yeah. liked it too. It I mean, nice. Well, because we kind of saw. It reminded me of Beryl. Yeah, a little bit. Well, more more so. Um, uh, but Beryl was definitely more of like a, a very sultry like contralto uh, yeah. uh, opera singer. Yeah, this straight up opera. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, Nehalenia was a little bit yeah, in, right. in uh, Amor Eternal. Mm -hmm. I just like having like one extremely like regal power voice yeah. on stage in every meal. Sure, absolutely. And you know what? I completely forgot about Princess Kakir. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, you know, depending on what version you're watching, she like is maybe not a thing. <laughs> I just had, I had a moment uh, when she showed up which was very much like that key and PLA Miz sketch where I was like, now, now where, where did, did this bitch, bitch come, come from? from? Yep. <laughs> I was like, whoa, what the fuck are you? Yeah. Because <laughs> I haven't read the manga. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I like her bizarre gable hood. Yeah. Sure, sure. That's fantastic. But who I, are you? Know you know what? I think, that, I think that the way that this could have had a stronger act two for me is it, because it was so funny because it got to the point where Usagi was like, well, I got to fight. And she just goes, Crisis make up. Yeah. And if they had just ended act one there and then Princess Kaku didn't show up until act two yeah. and we spent more time with that and like less time in the galaxy cauldron. Yeah, yeah, because they kind of, um, the fights in the second act go the, on too. Mm -hmm. They do. And in they kind of, of return That's of exactly the king what it is. They return of the yeah. king in act one where it's like the blackout happened. I'm like, and mm. curtain. No, just kidding. Oh, okay. We're all right. And then yeah. blackout. Okay, now curtain. Nope. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Like just kept waiting for it. Yeah, I would have kind of preferred, I think, if if more of the focus of Act Two had been on Usagi and her relationship with Kaku and the Starlights, mm -hmm. and maybe they could have had Aluminum Crow and Lead Siren 
show up sort of in the regular world and not in the like Sagittarius zero zone or whatever right. it is. I don't I don't think they actually called it that in no. the new, no. but that's that was just like the river. Of where, yeah, that's like where yeah. the galaxy cauldron is. Oh, okay. Yeah. I really did like the design of the river of oblivion. Though. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. No, all the all the like zero zone galaxy cauldron stuff was really, I really well liked done. That stuff. And then oh god, it's such a like witch maze of like the pe- of the hooded figure oh, thing. Oh like, yeah, that was really cool. You? Oh god, any do any you times, exist? Yeah, anytime someone is like has their mind erased and people are messing with them and is like, oh. does anyone love you? God, it's so messed up. <laughs> yeah, again, it, it it all it all goes back to that primal fear I have of that uh, that creepy book, the from... creepy book from the Care Bears movie. No which one is, loves you. No one loves you, Nicholas. God, it's terrible. <laughs> Just like getting under your skin and being Ooh. like, do you remember what Dang. love feels like? You don't need it. Who are you? Oh, Who like, are you? Well, it's also like that uh, scene in Labyrinth when she goes to <gasps> where that trash lady Ooh, is. Yes. Oh, that was very traumatizing yeah. to me as a kid. Yeah. Uh, same thing. Same thing. Uh-huh. Uh, this, this is not junk. So <sighs> this is a really fun fact. Uh, so the guy who does the voice of Chaos, yeah. uh, Ryuji uh, Kasahara, played Chaos in the old Ayan Densetsu, like, Mew. Oh, yeah. that's so fun. Yeah. That's they were, cool. They just got him on the phone and yeah. were like, hey, you want to you wanna, you wanna <laughs> yeah. join the band Well, again? he was, he was, uh, uh, the, he was, Kunzite in the revival of in the yeah in the revision of the very first view. Oh, okay. So like he's been doing Sarah Mew for, for is that the one where they wear dad jeans? Yes. Oh yeah. Dad jeans. Dad play jeans. Baseball. And and Usagi has that awful princess dress yes. that looks like it was just made out of uh, air conditioning mm-hmm. material. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I just remember the dad jeans and the bad hats. Man. Yeah. Woof. And so much gymnastics for no reason. <laughs> yep. A yeah. lot of gymnastics for <laughs> the o- o- the only reason being that the guys who they cast could do gymnastics. Right, right. It's, it's like, like you're all former Power Rangers. Do a flip or something. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. <laughs> you spent so long asking <clears throat> if you could. Mm-hmm. You didn't, didn't ask if you should. See Jeff yep. Goldblum as as Kunzite. That'd be a fun time. <laughs> oh my god, amazing! <laughs> he I plays want, piano. Oh, I want no. I want him to play that by that same logic. If he plays Kunzite, I want him to be the voice of chaos. <laughs> that would be great. Um, oh, uh, 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 oh, uh, 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 hey. uh, 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 this is a uh, uh, galaxy cauldron. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Welcome to my uh, cauldron. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the explanation too in this uh, of. The now I- that's chaos theory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, I mean, that's Ian Malcolm's thing is fucking chaos theory. Yeah. So there you go. It's literally perfect. Man, um, get out. But uh, <laughs> but but the the galaxy cauldron thing. I don't think. I mean, it's always confusing. This is yeah. This, this, is the thing. this final arc of Sailor Moon is the most existential, cerebral. It's yeah. very very cerebral. Yeah. I did very much enjoy the really bizarre like and makes a sense idea of like well you killed your siblings you were all born out of the same out of the same place exactly the reason they pursue you is because they want to be near that light that they knew when you were siblings right Right. that was well because the idea is that everything started as one and yeah and there's so many uh different real world religions that have that sure absolutely yeah so it's but the idea that like that what drove them all was trying to return to this primordial love and friendship that they had when they mm. were near Sailor Moon and they don't remember that and so right. they're yeah. trying to kill and consume Sailor Moon. I'm like, I love yeah, this. Yeah, I, I thought that that was explained extremely well in this. The thing that I was missing that is in the manga 
is the explanation of how like Sailor Moon came to be in the first place. Oh. Which was that Queen Serenity swallowed a star seed from the galaxy cauldron. And oh. that is how Usagi was how Princess Serenity was born. Wow. That's some that's some deep mythos shit. Right. I love it. That's some like Howl's Moving Castle kind of shit. Yeah. Where he swallows the shooting star. Yeah, exactly. And so that uh, that was something that I was missing from this okay. because because I think they did such I think they did a better job than any other version of explaining the idea of you all came from this one place and they want to be close to your light because you were all t- you were all one once and yeah. Uh, yeah which actually I I did have uh as I was watching this meal I had a question for myself which I've never mm-hmm. had watching Sailor Moon which is if if Usagi and all her friends can keep coming back mm. from their crystals, why mm. is her mom dead forever? And that answers that for me. And it's right. because mom didn't have this wasn't a star seed, she swallowed one. Yeah. Yeah. And I that's mean, why her mom isn't forever kicking around the galaxy. Yeah. I mean, in in the manga, they do say that like when she died, she returned to the galaxy called like her seed returned to the galaxy mm. cauldron. Yeah, like that makes it I was like, why is her mom not around? I mean, like like but Sagi I just, and Shibusa are around and everyone else is around. Like mom can't come back and just live in like a mom apartment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I love this idea too that that like Queen Serenity made this decision yeah. that maybe wasn't really great. You know but what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It, threw, it threw off the balance of yeah. the universe. Like to become more powerful essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like she didn't become more powerful herself, but she then passed on that power to that's fantastic. Her child, right. who she never meant kind to of, have a kid. Yeah, kind of like I mean, spoiler alerts are uh, Wonder Woman in a way, like mm-hmm. Diana. Mm-hmm. Like no, no children were born on Themyscira until Diana. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And now, and now Diana's a fucking god. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It spoiler is, alert: If you haven't seen Wonder Woman or read any Wonder <laughs> or Woman, read or any Wonder or Woman, don't know what you, Wonder Woman is. If you've made it this far, and I say that as someone who hasn't seen Wonder Woman, <laughs> if you've made it this far and you haven't been spoiled yet, <laughs> you you live in a cave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, you probably true. don't listen to podcasts. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. But I and, and so then that also brings up the way that Sailor Cosmos was handled in this. Yeah. And the fact that they had Satomi Okubo play her. I like that casting choice a lot. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Because the thing about Sailor Cosmos, who only exists in the manga, she's not in the anime. Oh. Chibi Chibi is something completely different in the anime. Oh, what did mm-hmm. they make Chibi Chibi in the nineties anime then? She's Galaxia Starseed. Does she look anything like Sailor Cut? Like, what is she? She just is chibi chibi. Like, it's basically like Galaxia Starseed is living outside of her body, like in freaking Golden Compass with the oh. demons. Okay. Uh, the demons that live outside of your body. Yeah, right. that are your animals. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's just That's... manifest. It's it's bizarre. I feel like they made it weirder by doing it that way. I would agree. I think that they sort of try. It's the same thing that. I. It's not, though, because in this arc. People really are being redeemed because they weren't bad to begin with, right. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So this uh, the the villain the villain in this I feel the same way about um, uh, Sailor Cosmos and about Galaxia. It's the what I've started calling the Magneto test, mm. which is um, would if you as this evil character came to me in my time of need and were like join my cause would i join oh and it that all started because when um first class came out it was the first time that i'd seen magneto being like hey join my side hey, yeah, and i right. was like no i think i'm on his side yeah and i yeah. i felt that way about both of those characters where i was like no i understand entirely oh, the choices uh, completely you're yeah. completely and if my planet was doomed and it, mm. i was just like i don't know what i'm gonna do and you showed up 
yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd be sure. with you. And I can't say that about any other villain from another Mew that yeah. we watched. Yeah, and I and I liked to with well, except for the except for the sheet to know. Oh my god, right? Oh I would join god. them in a hundred percent. Well, and and, <laughs> and like the Dark Kingdom, uh, the uh, no, no, I mean that is Dark Kingdom, the Black Moon oh, clan. Yeah, but only if Rubius came to be right. If Rubius, if Rubius came to pick you up, you'd be like, all right. Yeah, if Rubius showed up and like opened the car door and like slung that jacket over his shoulder and was like, hey, get in. What is it? Get in, loser. We're going to conquer the universe. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, hold on. Yeah, let me get my done. shoes. Great. Completely 100%. <laughs> Unless I don't have time and then I don't need shoes. No, I don't need shoes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Sailor Cosmos. In the manga, it is unclear who she is. Okay. They basically, I mean, everybody theorizes that it is a future version of Sailor like Moon. It's like it's like future. a right. it, it's okay. like an Ozymandias. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Which if you don't know, it's just uh look it up. It's complicated. Yeah, Wait, it's Ozymandias. Very... Watchmen. Oh, from okay. Oh, I was actually going mm. from like the literal oh, actual like, Ozymandias. I mean, the, that's what the, I was trying to figure out. I was like, are you talking actual Ozymandias? I'm talking or I mean, Ozymandias but from also Watchmen. Ozymandias from Watchmen is very much based in the poem yes. of yeah. which is uh basically like look on all the things that I have done. I'm mm-hmm. forgotten, but I, you know, am I great if I'm mm-hmm. forgotten? Exactly. Oh. Mm. But again, it's n- never made a hundred percent clear who she is. Okay. And I actually really like the ambiguous ending of the manga that I, it's, it would be difficult to accomplish yeah. in the musical. So in the manga, <clears throat> does Sailor Cosmos just appear and that's it? Like we don't see the kids being reborn or anything and getting married and things like that? Well, I mean, it ends with Usagi and Mamoru's wedding. Okay. Okay. But it's like she it's like they wake up in bed and she says, Oh, it's like I had this really long dream. Oh. So the ending of the manga is very ambiguous in terms of where are we in time? What happened? Okay. okay. Because, you know, Sailor Moon, when she uh, resets the Galaxy Cauldron, and that's what she does. Yeah, yeah. She goes into the Galaxy Cauldron and uses her power she to... Try, she tries turning it off and turning it back on again. I mean, basically. <laughs> yeah, she goes in and she resets it. So the idea is that all of time and space Got has been reset. reset. Mm. But what I did like about them confirming in the musical basically that this that Sailor Cosmos is a future version of Sailor Moon I did like the idea that she came back in time she saw herself do the exact same thing she did Mm -hmm. and didn't regret it yeah so that basically even though Usagi has reset time it's going to progress the same way and the 30th century bullshit's still all gonna happen the same way Mm -hmm. but that it that basically the idea that sailor cosmos is like well you know what the moments that we had where we were happy Mm -hmm. and we were together are worth the pain the pain and the sadness that is also going to go on forever yeah yeah i like i thought that was pretty cool Uh, and then she's got a really sweet moment where she and she's talking to she's talking to a big tall grown-up i know that actress got i get so emotional when kids grow up and they get tall and i'm like look at you i know little Um, id conda uh the 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 moment when uh when it's like her and sailor cosmos she's like this is kind of my mom but kind of not and i'm all grown up so we're like talking like adults and then her not mom sailor cosmos is like all right, well, I'm going to head back to the future. I'll drop you off in the 30th yeah. century. And they leave like like comrades. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's very stoic and it's very well, beautiful. I thought it was really interesting that they didn't kill Chibius off. 
Yeah, yeah, because she's supposed to kind of fade. She's well, supposed to Marty McFly. I mean, yeah. So basically, in that scene, in that bit where uh, uh, Galaxia like revives everybody to fight Sailor Moon, yeah. after she, yeah, she like basically destroys them. She throws all of their star seeds into the Galaxy Cauldron. Um, she. Uh, makes out with Tuxedo Mask and then <laughs> does the same thing to him. And at that point, Chibiusa disappears. Yeah. But they yeah. kept her around because I think b- they kept Chibiusa around so that Sailor Cosmos could have that conversation right. with her of, hey, I am a future version of right. Sailor Moon. Yeah, yeah. It made sense that she was still there if indeed Sailor Cosmos is future Sailor yeah. Moon. Her yeah. Her mom existed in some form. Totally. Yeah. And, and history is going to play out the way that it's supposed to. Yeah. 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 I, again, I, I really did like the idea that everything's going to happen the same way that mm-hmm. it did again. And actually nothing has changed. It's just, it's learning that whole lesson that um, they talk about it in that one Doctor Who episode with the, with Van Gogh of like, yeah, the bad moments do not outweigh the good moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like they, we can't change the sad things that happen, but that doesn't make the beautiful things less beautiful. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. The what but the way that I before they did that whole reveal, which I did end up liking, but yeah. before that happened, I thought that Sailor Cosmos was all of them together. Oh, like a like a Voltron. Kinda. Yeah, like because all, all their of, powers. Because together. all of the seeds came together and, and reset oh. the color yeah. and, and so well, they all lived on as one being. And I mean that that is oh, the, I like that. That is but I mean there's like a fusion. Kind of. But that's maybe not wrong either. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's what's so interesting about the character of Sailor Cosmos is there's so many theories about what she is. Mm-hmm. And it's it, we see time and time again that everybody is lending all of their powers to Sailor Moon right. to enhance her powers. Because, again, like, she was the one source of, of life and creation. They were all one. So right. it is maybe them coming all back together. Because mm. the thing about Cosmos, it isn't cosmos like the cosmos though it does come from the same concept of cosmos is order yeah versus chaos right so Hmm. i mean that that's a good theory also yeah which i really just i was just really glad satomi was back yes she looked so good (laughs) i love that costume i love that sailor cosmos costume so then is chibi 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 is sailor Sailor cosmos Cosmos. okay is that a disguise Yes. Okay. So basically, Sailor Cosmos, the, the the idea is that she was in this future where all she'd been doing is fighting, fighting and fighting and fighting, and it was just war, war, war. Right. She was uh, Buffy in season three, mm-hmm. The Wish. Yes. <laughs> yeah, where it's like every everything is gone. All that we have left is this sad future where I am alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And have I'm you just... seen season three? No. Uh, it, it's not a. It's not a. It's just it's an a alter- really good episode. Oh, it's fine. It's it's fine. Yeah, the it's show's a, been on been mm. over for like how many years? Many. See, like uh, twenty maybe. It's basically yeah, see, an alternate an alternate reality where things get reset for an episode, and um, you find out that the world in which Buffy didn't have her friends and get to grow up as a normal kid and was trained her mm-hmm. whole life, mm-hmm. she's just a shell of a soldier mm-hmm. who doesn't give a shit about anything. She's like, I fight because it's what I have to do. I feel like there's another show that did something like every that. show does. Every, this. every show, show does. That. Yeah, it's not you really get a an original scar concept or an eye patch, right. and you talk about how bad things are. Right, that's yep. true. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so we're talking. Okay. So she's in her bad future. So basically, what she wanted to do was go back and convince herself, 
her past self yeah. to at that moment where she decided to preserve the galaxy cauldron and to destroy it to destroy it okay yes just like end it hit hit hard hit, just hit it and just end it end it all and then the suffering of the future will no longer exist mm-hmm. but then the good stuff won't exist either right so. it all just goes away yeah mm-hmm. yeah so and i like the idea out. that she went back and she looked and said yeah. you know this is this yeah. is what yeah. it's supposed to be yeah Aww. yeah i mean it it absolutely makes sense that she is Sailor yeah, Moon, like from, in, the uh, in, from the future right. on well, I some mean, if level. You, if you fought and you fought and you fought and you've died and been reborn for millennia, right. yeah. and like the 30th century seems quaint and ancient to you, you probably would be like, maybe it's time to kill everything. Yeah, maybe just end it all. all of it. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. It's kind of. Upon my work, she mighty in despair. Yeah. Wait, have you seen. No, never mind. Uh, yeah, so the, I was gonna ask you, but I know you haven't seen it, and then I didn't want to spoil it, so never mind. Um, mm. So, but yeah, so the idea was that she went back as Chibi Chibi, mm. so that she would be as like innocent and pure, and before any of this bullshit happened to her, kind of right. thing, and to inspire that, her exactly, and that and that Sailor Moon would be more inclined to like help out this little kid, right. I like how everybody just assumes that she and Mamoru just like popped out another yeah. one. Yeah. Like they're, they're like, like oh, yeah. oh, look, you had another one. And she's like, I haven't been informed of this. Yeah. Or <laughs> do I? Or, you know, th- there's a moment too where they're like, oh, maybe she's Chibiusa's daughter. Like, it's well, just... I like to think that they said that and that she looked right at H- Hotaru and was like, excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was like, ha- I'm sorry, hold on. What? How do things work in the future? Because I know you two are together. <laughs> <laughs> I did love when. Saturn makes that reveal. Oh, I know that, that she saved yeah, her. But then she shows up with Chibiusa and so they do great. girlfriend magic. Yeah. Team up magic. That duet that they sang was freaking so great. good. I did not expect that giant voice to come out of Chibiusa. Yeah. She's all, she's all grown up. I she know. is. She's all big. Yeah, I liked the girl who played Sailor Saturn. She was I liked new. her a lot. I liked her a lot. Because the, the other girl is in Death Note. She's oh playing, yeah, that's right. Uh, Light sister. sister. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The girl who played Chibi Chibi, they manufactured her. Jesus Christ, she's so cute. No human child is actually born that adorable. See, you two were both ooing and aahing over her, and I was like, it's creepy to me how cute she is. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I'm no, saying no. that I'm, she's she's a robot. Oh, I was but, still terrified of her, yeah, but she was, was no, like, there real was cute. no, there was no ah for me. There was ah. Child is too perfect. It was, it was what I call him a Stepford baby. Yeah, she was a Stepford. She baby. was just like, "Hello, I'm yeah. perfect," and I was like, "Oh my god!" I don't know which I'm so one we. I don't you. know which one we saw because obviously. Oh yeah, they're double, double cast. cast. She was, she was adorable. Damn. She scared the shit out of me. She was a real good performer though. She was she amazing was very, for very somebody good. so I mean, tiny. She was real good on stage, and she was uh, really strong in the background of shit too. Yeah, she was a very which active where listener. See, mm-hmm. Where you see kids kind of like get fidgety because they're like, "I'm waiting for my part." Right. Yeah. But she was she, real engaged. She was like locked in on what people are saying. Yeah. And every time she got to like sing chorus in a song where she got to say actual words, she was just so excited. Yeah. <laughs> she was in it. She was super. She cute. did. She did great. Yeah, oh. I really, really enjoyed her performance. Yeah, and she did. She handled all the like uh, emotional reveals. She did really. Great. She was a good little like, actor. How old is this kid? Um. Well, she was a good laugher. Yeah, like, I don't know. Her yeah. laughs didn't sound fake. They sounded right. like she was having because really usually, great time. you know, like uh, well, oh, you mean like Anakin Skywalker yes. in the prequel? Yippee! Oh yippee! My God. Oh God! There were no, there were no yippees. No, this kid was genuine the whole like, time. Like she got the wiggles when she laughed too. Mm-hmm. Like she was just having a great time. I know. She reminded me a little bit of the uh, other girl who played Chibiusa in 
the first two. So basically, Chibi Yusa was double cast right. for Petite Etrangere and for uh, Nuva Voyage. Yeah. Starting with Amori Eternal, it's always just been Idi Conda. Yeah. But the other little girl who oh, yeah. was so good in Petite Etrangere. She was cute. I loved her. She was so freaking yeah. cute. And she was one also, of those like, like a really super good little actor. Young, yeah. Super engaging to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Man, the outfits in this musical were like on point for except the most for Har- part. Except for Haruka's Dracula shirt. Right. And then the weird wedding Aww. dresses they all wore at the end. Yeah. I didn't, weird. I didn't love the ending ending. No, I would have liked it better if they showed up in their princess dresses. Oh, that you would know, have been the color coded ones. Yes. Yeah, I, I like those. I, I know. Like, I, I know. Like we've never artwork. gotten to see those in any of these muse. Yeah. They've never yeah. worn them. See, and it would make it, sense because yeah. it would be very bridesmaids esque, but yeah. also like I'm doing my color scheme. Yes. Yeah. But oh well, it's fine, I guess. Yeah. And also I I felt like the ending was a little too conclusive of like, oh mm-hmm. no, we just like went back to the timeline we were in. Yeah. And we're getting married and living happily ever after. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas I, I mean, I know we have to have everybody on stage because we <laughs> right. all have to sing together. Right, right, right. But I really would have liked it if it had just been Usagi and Usagi Mamaru. And, Mamaru. Mm-hmm. and yeah. then you could have had them like in the wings. Maybe. Sure, right. And you have Usagi and Mamaru, you know, you maybe hear them off stage and Usagi and Mamaru are like, oh, okay, we're going to run and see them. And then just everybody comes out on stage and sings the final song. Yeah. But we don't really know right. It'd be yeah. more abstract. what happened. I would have like, liked like that. A la- like a labyrinth thing where it's like yeah. you have your bit and then you're like, oh, and nobody's here. Oh, we're all here. For the curtain call. Right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like in Labyrinth, are they really there? Right. Yeah. Is it a <laughs> yeah. dream? Yeah. 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 I, yeah, yeah. I would have liked a more labyrinthy ending I to agree. this. I agree with that. But. But everybody looked great. I know. But I like that the Usagi band came back. Like, I just I thought oh, they did yeah. a nice I like job. The Usagi band came back, and also Usagi missed that concert as Again. well. Yeah, <laughs> Again. she's never it's on stage. The not, in her band. It's the not Usagi. The band. not Usagi band. <laughs> Though I will say I I liked uh, I Candy the song in Petite Etrangere better. That's yeah. I think that's the thing is I I feel like <laughs> all of I, this one there were a couple sort of memorable songs, but for the most part I I found the songs in the earlier ones to be more sort mm-hmm. of catchy and memorable. But I will say this one had the best villain song. Oh, oh the villain songs God. were great. Like the first this. the first time Galaxia shows up and they get that like dark lighting mm-hmm. and then that electric guitar kicks oh. in. I was like, "Oh my god." Yeah. Talk I'll about s- it. Sign entrance. me up for this one. Yeah. And I loved again uh uh Sailor Chibi Moon and Sailor Saturn's duet. That duet was I, great. Because they harmonized the entire time. That yeah. was the thing I did appreciate that they brought in some stuff that was a little bit more uh, Musical complex theater. musically, yeah. yeah, in in this. But um, yeah, I liked that one. I liked all the Haruka Michiru casual relationship oh, I stuff. No, it was real sweet. She and when they like, the right, okay, let's talk about the opposite of the triangle in the Dracula Mew, which was the freaking pillars in this. Oh yes, oh yeah, great use of pillars. Yeah. Oh, yeah, really the, good, yeah. really good use of translucent so pillars. If you haven't seen this yet, just to describe it, uh, every time uh, Galaxia reached out and yoinked one of the senshi, the way that you saw them basically get vaporized and turned back into just being a crystal was the lights would go out, there'd be a horrible sound, and when the lights came up, they would be trapped in this pillar uh, with smoke and yeah. the light inside and, of it, and you just see their hands. And they would, and like the outline of their faces, and then they would just collapse yeah. into the smoke. Yeah. And then the lights would kind of flicker, and then they'd push those pillars off to the side of the stage like yeah. they were never so there. So fast. So good. It was The tech very in the show cool. was bomb. Oh, yeah. Way to go, stage ninjas. Yeah, they, I mean, Everybody they really stepped up it. the tech in the last Mew, and it did not disappoint in no. this one. But like, 
I wish yeah. that the triangle prison made more sense in that Dracula Yeah, musical. it doesn't. Now no, that I've seen I don't what know, we could have I don't know doing. why everyone's in that triangle box. No. But I knew why people were in the pillars it here. It made yes. sense what the pillars were. Yeah, <laughs> it was like they got trapped in there and then that's how they died. Yeah, I felt like it was a beam of light. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought that's what it, I thought it was a lighting effect yeah. first. Yeah. When oh, they really? Took, when oh, they took Mamoru. When they took Mamoru in the very beginning. Yeah. That was so, the, the setup, again, act one of this Mew, up to the point that Usagi transforms is so good yeah and i mean the second time she transforms she transforms pretty early right, on and they the, have a but fight the moment where she's like i'm gonna take uh, this down yeah that that should have been the end of act one. it should have yeah. yeah although i don't understand why we opened this musical with a jazz number mm-hmm. if we're on our way to the airport like an old-timey like jazz literally number. there was just an old-timey jazz number in the airport for no reason yeah I mean, was whatever. It was fine. It's fine. It didn't. I was confused, but I was happy they got to over s- it pretty yeah. fast. I was happy to see everybody dance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, but as soon as she, as she was like, okay, you have to write to me. And he's all like, I'll miss you when I go to Harvard. And then the like boarding no- uh, announcement yeah. came over. I was like, wait, are we at the airport? It should have mm. been couples in modern clothes with wheelie suitcases. Right, oh, yeah. Oh, that would have been cool. Spinning around each other. The way sure. In, um, the way in like... Um, Promises, promises, mm-hmm. or how to succeed in business where people have like office furniture. Yes, oh, 100%. Yeah. It yes. should have been like boarding passes. Right, and use the environment. Yeah. yeah, but no, it was just a random jazz number. Yeah. And everybody yeah. was in like sort of 20s looking clothes. It was yeah. very odd. Yeah, it did, that, that part made no sense. <laughs> that was very old. Mew. That was very old Mew. We're like, oh God, what's happening? Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> but it, they got over it fast. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah the, the beginning of this and the introduction of the starlights, and it was mm-hmm. just really well done i really enjoy it. yeah there's a lot of good emotion there i liked a lot of it yeah just the very I, very end i cried the first lackluster. time that all of the girls were together on stage in their fuku fighting oh, when they all oh, showed up yeah. i just was like this is so beautiful yeah i cried when satomi showed up like i, I cried a yeah. lot oh, in yeah. this one satomi yeah satomi shows up at that first time because Chibi Chibi TV has a moment by herself. That was a that was such a that was, that was my a great favorite. reveal. That's my favorite moment in the whole show. Yeah, is her singing that sweet little song, and then the music just gets like super ominous and like terminator. Yeah, and then, and then they then, say the lines together. Yeah, and then boom, up she up she there up she, she is. is. That was a good that was a good reveal. I yeah, I got chills it. thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I loved that moment so much. Yeah, and Satomi is such a distinctive speaking voice that like you knew immediately. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Oh, see, I did not. I was like, oh, I knew that. Yeah. Who's that? Who's showing up I, now? But, I mean, I also was expecting it because I knew yeah, that Chibi Chibi was, was Santa yeah. Cosmos. And then so. as soon as you freaked out, I was like, what are you freaking Oh, my God! <laughs> I was the last one to that party. Yeah. It's fine. You got there. I got my, there. My one major complaint is when they all got revived. And I mean, this, again, it, it's in the manga this way, so I get it. But, like, I would have liked that Endymion armor to come back when Me it was too. evil. Evil tuxedo mask. Me too. Yeah, I really, I, I just really like that armor. My only, yeah, my only beefs with this musical were all wardrobe related. I thought it was weird that Haruka was in a dress. Oh, oh when they yeah. in the white dress, when they when were in, they the, were in the shifts, and then when they were in wedding stuff. Oh, yeah. you mean okay? Both. Yeah, I when, was like, I, like right after they get revived and we're in that weird Saturday's Warrior yeah. in between yes. worlds. Well, it, and there was no payoff to them all being in wedding dresses. You know what I mean? No. Like it wasn't right. like a. Oh, we're actually, all we're a... all living separate lives and like getting married and, right. and having and being normal yeah. and we were never sailor soldier. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there was no. If there'd been a payoff to it, yeah. I might have been okay right. with it. But if instead, we, it was just weird. Like if we had an eight-way yeah. wedding. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like if everybody if everybody got paired off and had a, a wedding yeah. mm-hmm. right then and there. I mean, we could have gotten paired off because I sh- I definitely ship Mercury and Jupiter. <laughs> 
So you? I do. Interesting. There's been a few of the mm-hmm. 90s episodes where yeah, I've just been like, really make cute out. Episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have some cute interaction. Yeah. But yeah. Like um, the one where they were pretending like they weren't on a date. That was the moment. I was mm-hmm. all like, that's, that's fucking. when you were there for it. Yeah. I was like, I want them to make out all the time. <laughs> and there's that really cute episode, too. I think it's in. I don't remember what season it's in. But where uh, uh, Makoto is talking about how she's really tall and boys never ask her to dance. Oh, and Mommy's like, is it okay if I ask you to dance? Oh, isn't that the Princess Academy one? No, that's the cruise ship. Oh, yeah. Where they all go on a couple's cruise. Everyone's like, why are you weirdos on a couple's cruise? Yeah, (laughs) so cute. Yeah, see, I ship ship them. So I would have been fine with, with, like, if they got married and then Minako and Ray got married. I also would have been fine if at that point, like, the Shitano would all come back and we just all... Right, sure, they could have all I mean, we reset reset the universe. Anything's possible. Yeah, Yeah. why can't the soldiers get married? And then, like, Haruka and Michiru are obviously getting married. Right, the, right. the cat and yeah. Iron Mouse can get married. Yeah, exactly. Weddings Crow for, and aluminum you know siren. Jane Austen, that shit. Weddings for everyone. Yep. Yeah, it's it's the ending of Drowsy Chaperone. Everyone gets married yes! off plane. Yes! <laughs> Guys, Drowsy Chaperone. These are you, great musicals. Even if you don't like musicals, it literally ends with everyone standing on the wings of a plane and singing about getting yes. married. Yes, that's funny. And I mean, it's supposed to be absurd. But yes. It's great. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but no. Overall, uh, I would say my ranking in terms of my favorite of the new muse to my least favorite is probably Petite Etrangere, La Reconquista, this, mm-hmm. uh, Nouveau Voyage, and then Amore Eternal. But, like, I really like Nouveau Voyage a lot better than I like Amore Eternal. Yeah, I think I agree with that, with that ranking. Yeah, that, that would be my personal Petite Etrangere is definitely my number one. Oh, my God. Because, like, the twist in Petite Etrangere? Yeah. Fuck. Which That's- I was... Just, I'm still I'm still upset that they didn't do it in I, Crystal. I know, but I also really liked what they did with Demond in Crystal, which was a little different than the manga. Right. So, I, did, did, uh, I, know. <laughs> I know. I wish we could have both. Damn it. So good. <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna flip the script a little bit. Um, my favorite is La Reconquista. Really? Okay, yeah. Still? I Absolutely. still really love still, La Reconquista. I just love the Sheetano and that. Oh, uh, the she to know boy band, band is know. the most I'm amazing still, thing. And it, it's the reason we started watching these muse. It's true. I was doing research and I was like, well, does she know her fucking yeah. boy band? We no, gotta watch that it's scene. It's all about Ami shit and it's all about Oh, the God, the Ami is voice side thing. Yeah, I really liked That's the it. plot changes they made in that too. That's a good one. So that one is my number one. Then this one. Yeah. Then. Then the Petite Etranger? Then Petite Interesting. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. But again, yeah. it's, a, it's the Magneto rule. It's yeah. If I would if I would follow you as a yeah. villain, it's gonna be one. I got of my it. Favorites. No, I get it. I yeah, get yeah. And Demond is not quite as I. I yeah, don't. I don't want to. If Demond was like follow me, I'd be like fuck you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. I get you. Step yeah. off. Uh, but if the if like a boy band Shitano was like, baby, you want to go rule the universe? I'd be like, I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah, and as you say, like. Sailor Galaxia and is an interesting yeah because she was gonna take she was gonna take chaos out that was de- I mean that was oh, definitely the sings, impression that guys, I was under she sings she sings a whole song yeah. that says that she's yeah. like I'm gonna get all the crystals then I'm gonna kill chaos right. and become a god yeah. because the idea is that so Sailor Galaxia is supposed to be like just a little bit less powerful than Sailor Moon. Like mm. Sailor Moon is like the ultimate and Sailor Galaxia is right almost that. as powerful. Okay. So yeah, it was definitely that like yeah. she was trying to collect all of the Sailor mm. Crystals, Star Seeds, whatever's and yeah. get all of their power so she could become powerful enough to destroy chaos. Because he yeah. he destroyed Ooh. her world. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah. So it's like she was kind of playing him, which yeah. is oh, yeah. so good. But, she, but it was that whole Magneto thing of like, I will burn this entire world mm-hmm. down, and I don't care who gets in my way. And, and yeah, I'll destroy everything, and then I will become a new god and make things in my image, and I will yeah. make it the way that it's supposed to. Yeah, like I freaking loved that, it again. Like in that universe, if I'm like one of these characters, I'd be like, okay, yeah, okay, all right. I got, I got no other plans. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought this was a really great interpretation mm. of the star storyline. And again, it's just, it's the thing that all muse suffer from of act two. Yeah. We're just trying to get everybody on stage to sing a song. I hear you. Yeah. I uh, think it's also our Western brains. Or that, like, you know what, that's, a, that's exactly yeah. what it is. It's, it's our Western brains. This. Yep. And yep. Uh, it's really weird that this, the energy kind of dropped off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, I, I really do suffer from that. Like, I want my very specific acts. I uh, yeah, I completely agree. So when things don't, it's why I didn't initially click with Studio Ghibli films when I first started oh, seeing them. Yeah. I was like, what is happening? Why aren't we hitting our beats? <laughs> That's why my mom doesn't like them either. It's That's I had I had to I had to adapt my brain to mm-hmm. a different style. Right. Of it's a different style. It is. It's a different style of storytelling. Yeah. And I, I think I can follow it better in film mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and in anime series than I necessarily can with a play. Because yeah. a play to right. me is like has been the same thing since the beginning of time. Right. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> even the most weird plays are still set up pretty much. The yeah, same. yeah, totally, yeah. totally. <laughs> yep. But yeah, Japanese, they don't have the same concept no, of a three-act structure that we do. That's very it's true. It's totally different. Yep. I I very much liked this Mew. Yeah, I liked it too. Yeah, it was a good one to to end. Yeah, I would to- I would definitely watch it again, which is more than I can say for those Dracula movies. <laughs> <laughs> right. And a lot of the old ones. Except that freaking Super S one was so good. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's the only one. Well, we do still need to watch Old Stars. Yes, we do. And we do oh. need to watch oh, oh, that don't dumb get me wrong. summer vacation We're one. We're keep watching them. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I will say that I still don't quite understand the decision to graduate the inner century no, I don't either. when they were only ever going to do five like they only are as right. far as i know doing the just, five yeah just yeah. the arcs of the actual of the actual manga is it just like a weird age thing i, I'm, I, I think guarantee so. you that's Where they're what it like, is you're all old they're now. like oh you're 20 you can't be your career's over <laughs> yep. you're a withered old lady Get Actually, unless here. you're yuga yamato because they know mm-hmm. that you are the reason people buy tickets and then you're yeah. there forever that's true yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad that uh, the Outer Century got to stay, too. Me, too. Because I love that girl who plays Pluto. I love her. She's so good. She lost her shit at the end of that. I know. Yeah. Oh, my God. God, she was so good in Petito Torture. I mean, she's always been good, but, like, when you fucking get introduced to her, oh, That's the, the thing. Be- is like, the best Her song. song is so good. Like, that's my problem is, like, I feel like there haven't been songs that have hooked me mm-hmm. quite so much. Though, I do like Uranus and Neptune's duet from Nuva Voyage. They do have a good duet. Mm. That's I- that. But well, and Galaxia's mm-hmm. debut song in this one was oh, real good. Was real, real good. stellar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also like ugh, God. Follow the girls who play Haruka and Michiru on Twitter because like they just <sighs> they're hang in love out in real life. I'm pretty sure they are in love in real life. I'm in, telling myself they in are. my head they are 100 percent in love <laughs> in real life. <laughs> they're married for real. Yes. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that's. That's, uh, that's that's it. it for the new muse. Well, it would have been real nice because we had like a real good thing going where it was like, okay, new mew, yeah. new, season. new season. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Not, not so much anymore. No, not anymore. <laughs> yeah. No. Shit. Yeah. Damn. Because I mean, at this point, it, it, sh- it, it was pretty much in the fall, there'd be a new mew. Mm-hmm. And then the following summer, whatever, there would be a new crystal, s- crystal season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and they ran straight through with the first two story arcs. Mm-hmm. So it was like. 2014 or whatever 
or 2013, I think, was Glory Conquista, and then 2014 was the first yeah. season of Crystal. That fall, we got Petite Etrangere, and then we yeah. got that story arc. Mm-hmm. And, and then it stopped happening. Yeah, then it stopped It happening. was a golden time. It was. It was a great time. We didn't know how good we had it. We didn't. We did not. So now we just wait for that super ass <laughs> double movie. movie. Double movie? That was D- two, it's two, two movies. movies. Yeah. Double movie all the way across the sky. Hey, man, I mean, at least we're guaranteed to have better animation that True. way. True. But then Are again, we? season three was so good. But I also don't know. You know, <laughs> are we? Are I we mean, it is. I, mean, uh, I we, don't know. It's what we hope. It is what we hope. It's the dream. What if they punked us and they just released the um, American Sailor Moon? <laughs> they've just secretly <laughs> had in the can the whole time. The two um, makers. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're like, and now to unleash our fiendish plan Listen, on you. Guys, I know people at Saban. <laughs> so, like, I feel like maybe We're somewhere, closer and closer. somewhere in their in the depths of their archives, they have that shit. Just let us look around. Stay tuned. We won't tell anyone. Hopefully, we'll have something <laughs> we'll tell that we can uncover <laughs> and share with the internet in the near future. So, yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. That's the end <laughs> of this episode of the podcast. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, this is not the end of the podcast uh, no, no, no. at all. This is how we announced to everyone the universe is ending. <laughs> yes, the universe is ending. Uh, yeah. I'm going to jump into the galaxy cauldron and reset the universe. So, good luck with yeah. whatever happens I, right. with you your might new not life. Even, you might not even hear this because yeah. we haven't posted yeah, it. We're just exactly. jumping in holding microphones. And it's seeing what true. happens. Seeing what happens. Uh, uh, yeah, but guys, uh, Anime LA it's coming. is coming up at the end of this month, and we are going to be there. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. A lot of our friends are going to be there. I know. It's there. like a very good guest lineup, and I'm mostly just saying that because it's my friends, but also there's great guests. Yeah. Like, I was super stoked because they keep announcing them. And yeah, so, yeah. Uh, there's even there's friends of ours who are going that I was like, wait, you're going? I know. Yeah. When did you go? Yeah, That's yeah. how you know it's a good party when you're like, who do you know? Here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's very exciting. Yeah. So be sure to see that. If you look up Anime Los Angeles. I think it's AnimeLosAngeles.org. Google it. Just go to Anime LA. Just go to Google and type in Anime Los Angeles and you'll find it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Google and type Anime Los Angeles. I'm literally doing it right now. You know how to Google. It's true. It is. I was right. It's AnimeLosAngeles.org. For for a while, there was a great website Mm -hmm. out there. I think it's still out there called Let Let Me me Google That for You. Let Mm -hmm. Me Google That for You. And then people are like, "Uh, can you send me a source? Be like, cool, here's the link. Yeah. And you can get. And I mean, badges for the full event are seventy dollars for the whole weekend. Right, um, that's way cheaper oh, than Anime Expo, my dude, friends. Dude, way cheaper than also, Anime Expo. Also, it's not nearly as crowded. It's not nearly as crowded. It's just like a more pleasant. It's, it's what time. Anime Expo used to be. Yeah, and if yeah. you're lucky, you'll see us running around in a parking lot like maniacs. In it's the middle true. Of that's usually what we probably. end up doing. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like lots of great cosplay gatherings. It's a really fun fan event. This will be the third time that we've gone. We've this, gone. The second time that we've like officially gone as guests. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm just really looking forward to it. So, guys, animelosangeles.org yeah. registration. Right. Get your tickets. It's the and last weekend of January. January. Yeah, last yeah. weekend of January, January 25th through 28th. Yes. At the Ontario Convention Center. Yeah. Um, and the hotels around that area are not that expensive. They're so not. just like have a little barely get away from LA weekend. Yeah. It's, it's removed enough. Yes. Yeah. Find us uh, and we'll dance to K-pop together. And come come party with us. Come party with us. Uh, We don't know our full schedule yet, but obviously we will share that uh, once we know it. Yep. So that's the main piece I know, of business. I know in theory what we'll be talking about. Sure, sure. But, but we are not we don't know when or where. Yeah. We are not yeah. from the future. We haven't gotten the official this is what you're doing exactly. email yet. These yeah. are our present time selves. Our future selves have not arrived to inform us of our schedules that's right. yet. Yeah. But... <laughs> 
anyway, uh, yeah. So thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Come see us at Anime Expo. Uh, Anime LA. Oh, Anime LA. <laughs> I will probably also be at Anime Expo, but like in a dark hall trapped yeah. in the back. I'll be and you'll backstage never see and I'll yeah. paint faces yeah. and no one will know I'm there. Yeah. Anime. I will be at home watching my stories. <laughs> because That's you're more clever probably than us. Probably a good, good, good place <laughs> to be. Correct. Uh, yeah. So thanks, guys. Uh, remember, follow us on Twitter, at uh, LNJPod. Mm-hmm. L is in love and is in Nancy J. Justice Pod, first part of podcast. Right. We're on Facebook, Love and Justice, Serious Sailor Moon Podcast. Yeah. we got a website, LNJPod.com. We do. Uh, yeah, we're just, you know, look up Love and Justice, yeah. and honestly, you'll find us. It's a legit thing. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, uh-huh. guys. You have, but where can they find you specifically on the internet? Uh, people know where to find me. It doesn't really matter. Uh, <laughs> I, I just am like, you know, I, I feel like when we have guests, we might as well reiterate. But like overall, you guys know who I am. I'm Emma Fife. I'm at Emma Fife. Uh, <laughs> Don't make assumptions about our listeners. There might be new ones. There might be new ones. That's okay. Uh, but, you know, yeah. yeah. Who are you? Who am I? Mm. Oh, I'm at Real Femininity on Twitter. And then uh, I'm just femininity on Instagram and Tumblr. If you want to read a really terrible uh, Kalo, really good Raylo um, fan, fan fiction that I wrote, yes, it's really good. It's on my Tumblr. It's called The Funeral. I'm actually pretty proud of it. It's fantastic. It's yeah. great. Oh, you have to say that because you're my wife. Yes. Uh, and if you want to watch me stage really dumb photos of a porg plushie that I got for Christmas, you can follow him on Instagram at porg. Julius. Oh, I do like Pork Julius. <laughs> His name is Pork Julio. Julio, but I named it Pork Julius because Orange Julius. I was going to ask if it was an Orange Julius thing. It was Robert Edwards' idea. I can't claim that I was that clever. That's fantastic. Lola, what are you Sporting. doing on the um, internet? I'm mainly off the grid, uh, but I am still on Tumblr and I'm still on Instagram at unwynona, U-N-W-Y-N-O-N-A. It's mostly pictures of my cats, but they're cute cats, so fucking deal with it. They're good cats, Brent. They're good cats, Brent. They're (laughs) the the good cats. So, yeah, guys, thanks uh, for listening. Uh, We'll be back again pretty soon. We got some Some plans plans in the works. Uh, So stay tuned for more content very, very soon. And come see us at Anime Los Angeles, January 25th through 28th at the Ontario Convention Center. Uh, and in the meantime, stay, stay magical. magical. Anime Los Angeles. Woo! Woo! That one I see. Yeah.